gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. Welcome to the Matt Mosley you know, Show. I think it's really, really positive for us, for, for Baylor. Um, you mentioned the 2019 season, right? We're, we're in, and we're, mm-hmm. we're playing. You know, we're playing, and, and we're probably posting. If you think about that, you know, I, I can't remember, but I certainly think after the championship game against Oklahoma, maybe we dropped to seven or eight. But, you know, if you're seven or eight, we, we would have been hosting one of, one of those first games. And so... How cool! How cool would that would that have been? And so, um, again, I, I think it's great and exciting for for, uh, for for Baylor. All right, and you can imagine you don't have to comment on this, but I also did notice that uh, the uh, uh, the team from Austin uh, would not have made it in the past decade. All right, but that's my own personal comment, Mac. You don't have to respond to that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have any idea. <laughs> That's right. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. And it is my final day to do the show from Chicagoland. And, um, EP, sadly, I think um, we, you and I might have to part ways, although uh, it's been a fun week, and I have really enjoyed this and it's been profitable for the station as well because you have so many um, relatives who are big time in central texas i mean my goodness i uh uh this is uh this has been a fun week it really has and today uh i'll just put it to you straight we uh we got kind of a big day for you in fact we've got uh, jared butler the star player from baylor who was just named Big 12 Sportsman of the Year. They have a Sportswoman of the Year as well. But Jared won it on the men's side. And uh, Baylor had a really uh, a, a great soccer player who was nominated on the, on the uh, women's side. But Jared won it for the entire Big 12. And since they've been doing this, EP, this will make you feel good as a Baylor graduate. The Bears have won like either seven or eight of these Sportsman of the Year type deals. And I think the only team, it's like between Baylor and Texas for number one in the Big 12. I want to say one of, they may have 10, we have seven or eight, something like that. Pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. So uh, Jared Butler, the star player for the Bears, is going to join us. And, of course, he's now declared for the NBA draft. He's going to be with us at 320. All right. And uh, EP, today... Um, you know, he's always a great guy to try to get on and all that kind of good stuff. And, of course, David Kay does such a nice job for the Baylor basketball. But what you realize, when these guys turn pro, they have agents that, that represent them. So suddenly I started working through, and it kind of, I think it may have played into my favor. Guess where his, like, booking agent was, EP? It would happen to be in Chicago. So that's where I am right now, and kind of we kind of had fun a little bit with that. And Rachel, his booking agent, jumped him right on with the Matt Mosley show with Stephen Simcox with EP Garth. EP, I'm not done with you. You know, you um, even when Stephen comes back from what we're calling um, paternity leave. All right, 
Did you ever think, EP, you've known Gary Moss for about 30, 40 years now. Yeah, not um, 40 years, did, but about 30 years, yeah. <laughs> 30 years, okay. Did, did, has Does Gary seem like a guy who might provide paternity leave? Does that seem, <laughs> does, that, does that sound like him to you? I, I absolutely think so because it is such it is kind of the thing to do for your employees now, and Gary's always been good to his employees. So that's a, oh man, EP, my goodness, are you trying to extend your time? <laughs> well, actually, uh, I'm going to uh, be in the house next week, uh, uh, <laughs> and, and I'll be in the studio. I do not know if I'll be in the studio with you yet, but I will be in the studio with uh, Tom and Steven, So we'll just see how that plays out whoa, next week. Whoa, whoa. Man, that's yeah. big time. And, uh, boy, EP's done a great job for us. And, of course, uh, working with some game time and Tom Barfield, Stephen Simcox back next week. And uh, Stephen does a great job, and he'll be joining me next week. And Stephen and I have been together now about three years. And, EP, as we announced recently, uh, we welcomed uh, Sawyer into the fold. Um, and uh, that is uh, that is Stephen and Kristen's new son. The newest Simcox has entered the world Big brother and big sister, Bradley and Abby. And those are great, great kids, great Simcox kids. And uh, they have welcomed their new brother, Sawyer, into the world. We'll welcome Stephen back to the station on Monday, of course. All right, it is, uh, it is time. And uh, I know uh, right now um, I would imagine that uh, EP is reaching out to none other than Chuck Cooperstein. We're uh, very fortunate to have a guy like Chuck, the voice of the Mavs, on with huge Mavs news breaking. And uh, Chuck was able to get away to the golf course today. And, of course, there was even more news that broke. Um, EP, are you endeavoring to, uh, to, to, get, um, to get Coop on as we speak? I would imagine he is. Uh, and uh, Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Mavs, will join us. And we will discuss what is going on uh, with the Mavs. Uh, just to recap, uh, earlier this week, story on with Bob Bulgaris being um, uh, kind of almost allegedly a shadow GM, and uh, he had apparently. Okay, Chuck's ready. Story, oh, good, good. Thank you, EP. Uh, Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Mavs, and Chuck, I am. Uh, it would have taken me uh, several minutes to recap all this uh, all this news that we've had. Um, I noticed that you said something. You tweeted something about, "Well, these are the days I do miss talk radio." And at that moment, yeah, Chuck, right. I thought, <laughs> "I thought, why don't I get Chuck back on if he misses talk radio so much?" And it is uh, the radio voice of the Dallas Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein, who I had the good fortune to work alongside at 103.3 for a lot of years, and we've had a lot of fun together over the years. Chuck, um, I, um, it, this has been uh, a, a crazy three days uh, of just boom, boom, boom. We get hit with that report. Um, I guess that happens, you know, obviously earlier in the week, and then suddenly Donnie Nelson, after 23 years, is out with the Mavs, and now it's Rick Carlisle. I, I, I guess I'll start by asking which of these sort of bombshells along the way has uh, has surprised you the most? Donnie leaving. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's it's hard for me to imagine the modern Mavericks, the the post Cuban Mavericks, and and Donnie really bridges that because obviously 
Donnie was here when when Zach and Ellie was the was the you know principal owner uh, of the team, and uh, you know when they were trying to get this thing built up, and you know and and, he, and they brought uh, Steve Nash, uh, and they did draft Dirk, uh, and and the idea of him not being here is was I mean when when that happened, I, I was totally thrown. Um, you know, I just didn't think that the story necessarily would have had the legs that it had. I mean, I thought there was some stuff that, okay, you know, there's there's, there's a power play going on right now. Uh, but is Donnie really going to lose a power play? Is he really going to lose that? Uh, I, w- I, was, uh, I was, so I was really, really surprised about that. Uh, the Rick thing, quite frankly, I guess I'm, I, I was not as surprised just knowing Rick's relationship with Donnie and how long it goes back and just, you know, that the knowledge that when, when Rick was hired, uh, following Avery Johnson, that Donnie's only interview was with Rick. Donnie did not interview anybody else. And, uh, you know, he presented Rick to Mark and, uh, off they went uh, for the next 13 years, which again, in today's NBA, I mean, basically it's like, that's like dog years, man. I mean, that's like 91 years. Yeah, I think I think that is. Uh, I think I think you're right about that, and uh, that's a long, long time. Um, I we both, you and I, both know Donnie personally, and it's just really weird. Even with the um, for people that don't remember uh, the the battle that uh, Q, that Mark had with uh, with Donnie's dad, Don Nelson, and even during that, Donnie Nelson kept his job and he flourished, and and obviously he just seemed like a lifer with this organization. So let me ask you this, uh, Coop, did, uh, did this Bob Bulgaris, uh, did, had he, had he come across, how much had he come across your radar? And so when I'm reading about Bob Bulgaris upsetting Luca during a game, maybe trying to motion for him to settle down as he sits across from the bench with his laptop, um, during the pandemic, you haven't been able to travel with the team, but uh, how much were you aware of this Volgaris, and did you realize that that he had a pretty, maybe a, a pretty powerful voice in the organization? Um, I, I didn't know that. I, I you know, I, I knew obviously when he was hired. I mean, I had seen him travel on the plane uh, with the team on on road games, um, but uh, you know, I just thought he was just uh, you know. A guy who we, we all had known was uh, a professional gambler that won a lot of money, you know, on basketball. Uh, you know, he became pretty well known through Bill Simmons and and that podcast. And um, and but but I never believed that he was anything other than a than a really another really smart guy that was brought into the organization to try to present the best information that Rick could use to, you know, make the team as good as it could be. But I, I didn't think that he was uh, angling uh, and, you know, angling to be a quote-unquote general manager, shadow general manager. I, I didn't I didn't know, you know that that was the case. But obviously Donnie felt there was enough of the case because otherwise Donnie would still be here. Talking to Chuck Cooperstein, the voice of the Dallas Mavericks, radio voice, um, Chuck, today's announcement that Dirk Nowitzki is being brought in as a special advisor. Um, 
you know, that my immediate signals go off. Well, this is a man, obviously, who brings incredible credibility. This seems to be an organization right now that I don't know how dysfunctional it is. It just seems to be there seems to be a little bit of chaos going on because all these people we've known forever are now suddenly gone. Um, what do you think? Um, what do you think this move was about? And and how much say do you think Dirk Nowitzki will have? in uh, this new GM and new head coach? Well, I, I have to believe that, again, knowing Dirk's work ethic, that Dirk would not have taken this on unless he was really serious about trying to make a difference. I mean, I, I just don't think Dirk is the, the ceremonial type when, when it comes to things like this. Now, you know, does this mean that, that Dirk's actually angling to be you know, the general manager of the team? I, I don't. I don't think that's the case. But I do think if if there is a battle for Mark Cuban's ear, that that Dirk's voice would probably carry a tremendous amount of weight, given everything that he has meant to the franchise and the fact that, frankly, he is the franchise. Uh, so, but again, Dirk's not perfect, right? Remember, Dirk was the one who pined for the Mavericks to bring in Rajon Rondo. I mean, you know, Rick didn't want that. Rick knew that that was, that was not going to fly with, with how they were playing at that time, which, remember, they wore the top offense in the NBA, even with Jameer, Jameer Nelson struggling as he was at that time. But, uh, you know, he, he was thinking, uh, Dirk was, that, hey, Rondo's a pure point guard. He's going to get me the ball in the right spots, and, you know, we'll, and, and he'll play better defense than, than Nelson was, and we'll, and we'll, be, we'll be great. We'll be great that way. Well, as we all know, Matt, didn't quite work out that way. So, you know, is, is Dirk's judgment on that any better than anybody else's? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he, he missed on that one. He may be able to hit on uh, on some others. Uh, but uh, certainly his overall contributions to the franchise uh, have to carry the most weight with Mark. I can't imagine anybody else having, having more weight with Mark as the uh, – the uh, the uh, headhunter uh, goes through the list and you know presents a list to Mark you know and he and Dirk I think would would talk about it and say you know here's here's what we like and here's what we don't but then ultimately Matt it comes down to what Mark wants what does Mark want the franchise to look like and and until we get an answer uh, to that question uh, you know all of this speculation while again great talk radio fodder it really doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah, um, I, talking to Chuck Cooperstein, I, I just uh, I wonder, Chuck, uh, a guy that I've kind of had some fun with because we share the same last name, Jamal Mosley's name has come up. Uh, the assistant coach for the Mavs, he's been up for other jobs. Uh, there's a belief that Luca likes him a lot. Uh, not only will this be about what Mark wants, but I think you would also agree with me that some of this will be about what Luca wants. Now. Luca did not want Donnie gone. I think Luca's made that pretty clear so far. So I don't think they're exactly going along party lines with Luca right now. Um, is Jamal Mosley, in your mind, a legitimate candidate uh, to be the next head coach of the Mavericks? Tell me who the general manager is going to be. Tell me who the general manager is going to be. I'll tell you who the candidates are. But, it's, it, okay. but the, 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 the question you should ask is, is Jamal Mosley qualified to be the head coach of the Mavericks? Absolutely he is. 
Now, there's an adjustment that he's going to have to make, and then that Luca would also have to realize that, you know, for his, all the time that Jamal would spend perhaps being the good cop to Rick's bad cop, uh, you know, once he moves those 18 inches over, over the head coaching seat, you know, that dynamic changes. It has to change because Jamal's got so much more responsibility at that point. Uh, it, it doesn't mean that it wouldn't work, and it doesn't mean that, you know, he, he wouldn't be extremely successful because everything that I've seen from him suggests that he will be, but it's not necessarily automatic. And, and, and as I say, I'll go, I'll go back to what I just said. Until we know who the general manager is, uh, then we, we, we don't know who the head coach is going to be. You, you, you have to know uh, who that guy is, the, the guy who's making decisions for the, face of the, for the, for the franchise. I think that is accurate, and um, I think it'll be really interesting if Michael Finley, a guy we've known forever, uh, ends up with this GM job. But again, they've and hired. Oh, and oh, by the way, Michael Finley, extraordinarily qualified for this job. I mean, he's absolutely yeah. ready for this job. Now, the question is: Is, is Michael too uh, too associated with Donnie, and too associated with you know just the, the Mavericks in general? Uh, and the Mavericks of the past uh, to to make this work, uh, I don't know. But again, is he ready for the job? There's no question he's ready for the job. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fascinating. What'd you shoot today, Coop? Are you able to share that with us on the air? What uh, what what kind of yeah, scores you put up as we was, uh, the it, U.S. It was, Open? It was not a very good number today. It was 84, 84. That's not there was, uh, that's there was, not wrong. There was there were some good there were some good holes. And there were some out-of-body experiences. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I have shared golf swing coaches over the years, and I think we're probably very similar, although with this neck injury, I think you have stepped ahead of me for sure at this point. <laughs> Coop, I appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Very good, Matt. Take care. There he goes. Chuck Cooperstein, voice of the Mavs. And uh, coming up next, we have the Big 12 Sportsman of the Year. Uh, his name is Jared Butler, and he will soon be in the NBA draft. He joins us next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another quiet night here in Central Texas with mostly clear skies and a low of 71. Winds will be a bit breezy tonight and tomorrow out of the south-southwest around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunshine returns for your Saturday and a high of 95. And Sunday will just be a degree or two warmer with a high of 96 and plenty of sunshine. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Morris Show. Frank was just such a gentleman, such a great representative of Baylor University. And it wasn't just Baylor. I mean, he was doing the Baylor games, but he was so well-respected that he was doing Southwest Conference basketball TV games every week. And the other coaches in the Southwest Conference were okay with that just because Frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools yes, and fine. for the league. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central me. Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Yes. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Two games left to decide the final field in the College World Series, DBU and Virginia this afternoon, and tonight Notre Dame and Mississippi State. Winners go to Omaha. Vanderbilt, okay. Arizona, Stanford, NC State, Tennessee, and Texas have all punched their tickets already. Two games in the NBA playoffs tonight. Game four in the East semifinals with the 76ers at the Hawks. Philly leads that series 2-1. to one. Tip is at 6-30. And game four of the West semifinals with the Jazz at the Clippers with the Jazz leading that series 2-1. Tip at 9 o'clock. Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros both had the day off. The two teams will meet up tomorrow night at Minute Maid Park for a two-game series. The Astros have a 4-3 lead in the Silver Boot Series after each team swept their home series. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable Jared's asset. on the line. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. All right, it is uh, Matt Mosley coming to you live from um, the Windy City in Chicago. It is yesterday uh, at uh, Wrigley Field, and our next guest needs to throw a, the first pitch out there soon, or or seeing take me out to the ball game. I'd like to see him do that. Uh, it is Jared Butler joining us, and uh, Jared, I just want to thank you. As I go around Chicago in some of my Baylor gear, uh, people stop and go, "Hey, congratulations to you guys!" And uh, Jared, you're you're a huge reason why that's happening to me. So uh, as a Baylor alum, I just want to thank you right off the top. No, I appreciate it, and uh, I thank you for all the support. You know, it means a lot. Well, uh, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and I was there in Indianapolis, um, and uh, I think even people who weren't there, Jared, go around claiming that they were there for the full run, <laughs> but we were actually there uh, for the Final Four, and uh, man, it's been uh, it's been great to watch and. Listen, Jared. This is—I um, uh, always love catching up with you. But this—this uh, this new, you've won a lot of different things in your in your career, and you've had a lot of awards and all that. But this one has to feel pretty special. Uh, here in the past 24 hours, uh, Jared, you have been named the Big 12 Sportsman of the Year, and uh, and obviously that has a lot more to do than just with what you did. You know, you got to be great on the court, but also great off the court. Uh, Jared, what did when you got that call that you had won that? What did that? What did this one mean to you? 
Uh, yeah, like you said, it, it's um, it's obviously just not you know how well I perform on the court. Um, and, you know, it's just a, a culmination of all of the things of you know who I am and things I do off the court and things of that nature. So it's um, it's you know just I'm very thankful. Um, you know, it's always nice to win something, but like uh, I just want to thank you know just my, my my family and you know the people around me who's you know just helped me all, all this way. And you know, it's just nice. It's, it's um. It's humbling at the same time as well. All right, Big 12 Sportsman of the Year. Now, Jared, is there like a banquet for this now that the pandemic is starting? Does we sort of <laughs> see the light at the end of the tunnel, or do they send you like a, a plaque? What do, you, uh, what do you receive for being the Big 12 Sportsman <laughs> of the Year? That's a great question. Um, they haven't contacted me yet about any banquet. I hope there's a banquet. That would be, okay. be pretty cool. But um, I think the, they might send me like a little plaque or something like that. Um, you know, nothing too crazy. Okay, I'll agree to MC, Jared. If you need, if they need me or whatever, I'll show up and, uh, <laughs> okay. and we'll have some fun. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the th- the things that uh, you did, I, it really impressed me. One of them was, Jared, you uh, during uh, after after the George Floyd's murder, um, you, you were up there and really took a, a a leadership role. Now, you've always been kind of a by example guy. But in that case, Jared, you um, you were really moved to, to step up and, and be vocal. And I think uh, the student athletes here at Baylor really looked to you and your leadership. Is that when you look back on that, was that uh, Jared a pretty natural thing for you? Did did people urge you to do that? What was that? Uh, what was that like? Because I, I would think even twenty years from now, Jared, you'll look back on that as a pretty important part of your life. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was definitely a combination of, you know, people encouraging me to say something. And um, I did have this, like, sense of urge of, like, man, like, I have some things that I want to get off my chest. And, like, you know, some things I think um, can help people and just, like, help the student body, student athletes, you know, kind of wrap their head and, and get through this. Um, you know, so it's it's somewhat natural, I think, for me. And um, I, I just think I have a great ability to, you know, connect with the student athletes and then, you know, put it in a way that, you know, everybody can understand. So um, it's, it's it's just something I guess, you know, just guys that God has kind of put in my life and just kind of who I am. So, um, you know, I just try to use it to the best of my ability and definitely use it for the right thing. Well, I think you have. And the other thing I remember, Jared, you were, uh, you were involved in a lot, but you also taught Sunday school and, um, uh, you know, I was years ago. I've been a. Um, uh, I was. I taught three year olds in Sunday school. In fact, one of my three year olds was one of the the, the six men for North Texas year uh, for Grant McCaslin this year. And uh, oh, really? so oh, wow. it is really fun. Yeah, you'll see those kids that you taught grow up, and they'll do some really cool things. And uh, and you know, you don't think about that when you're just trying to help them out and and get them through without throwing a tantrum. But uh, years later. Uh, these kids end up doing some amazing things. How did you get involved out there? Now, was that at Woodway Baptist? Is that right? No, that's at um, Harris Creek. Um, shout out to Harris Creek as well. Harris Creek. And, uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I've made the Harris Creek people mad. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, it was it was right after I kind of um, gave that speech um, in front of the student body or student athletes. Um, you know, I kind of called the action of people getting out and be willing to, you know, make an actual effort to, you know, make change in the world. 
And, um, yeah, like shortly thereafter I made the speech, I decided to, you know, teach Sunday school. And I thought it was a great way to, you know, be, you know, a, a changer, um, something tangibly that I can see and, and do and, um, you know, I can do for the community. And um, so, yeah, that that was just my whole thought process of behind it, I thought. What age was it that you were working with, and, and were, did you find yourself, uh, uh, were you were you uh, uh, coming up with uh, Bible stories, or did you have some <laughs> literature that you were able to, to work with? No, it was um, it was like second and third graders, which for the kids, um, and I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't have to come up with anything. They kind of provided us like a lesson or whatever each week, which was nice. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, it was just really interesting to see, you know, how different um, each kid was. Like each kid had their own unique personality and uh, just interests, and uh, that was just really cool for me to see. And um, and at the same time, talking about Jesus is. It's always, you know, a blast. So, like, um, yeah. So it was, it was, it was nice for me. Yeah, as a second or third grader, I would have been in there asking you about like certain games, like how you played against Texas Tech and all that kind of thing. So, um, my apologies. I've, I've got an elder buddy from uh, Harris Creek, Blair Browning. He'll be mad at me for saying Woodway, but Harris Creek, a, a great church out there in Central Texas. Talking to Jared Butler, star guard for the Baylor Bears. Jared, catch us up a little bit on what all's been going on as you prepare. For the draft, I know there's some um, some different combines coming up and that type of thing. What is the what's the latest on that? Like, when will you uh, have you already? How does that process now that again we're kind of getting past the pandemic? Uh, will will you have will will you go to a specific place and have teams show up, or or will you go, be able to go to some of these individual teams? How will that work? Yeah, um, the, I guess the best way I can explain it is, um, you know, now I'm a basketball player as profession or occupation. So, like, whatever you think a basketball player might do to become the best basketball player, they, the best basketball player that they can be, um, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm currently working out in Chicago, um, which is nice because the NBA draft combine coming up next week is in Chicago too. But um, I've been in Chicago, um, you know, since – since um, I left school and, um, you know, I've just been here working out, trying to get, you know, bigger, faster, stronger and things of that. And, um, and yeah, I'll, I'll go to the combine. Um, I wouldn't do much, but um, um, then uh, shortly after the combine, the teams, you know, most likely they invite you to their facility and they, you know, try to get to know you, work you out and, and things of that nature um, until the draft, which is like late July. And um, so, yeah, that's just kind of, the process is kind of like, um, you know, searching for a job. If you were an accountant or something like that, you would, you know, do interviews and just, you know, you know, try to sell yourself and, you know, and, and hopefully put together a nice resume. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. Well, you should ace the interview process. I have no worry <laughs> on, on that front. What, um, uh, Jared, what, is there any specific thing? I remember going into last season, you and I talked and, um, one of the things you were working on at that point was you wanted to dunk in traffic. Uh, some things like uh, Donovan Mitchell does uh, from time to time. Uh, although my man Donovan's, he's been a little banged up. He's not looking like himself in these last couple of games. You know, I love these Utah Jazz. What uh, yeah. Have you continued to work on that? Is there any specific thing 
like any of these MBA, as you talk to them, has anybody given you any feedback like, hey, I want you to work on this? Or have you just been kind of trying to work on pretty much your all-around game? Obviously, you're a great outside shooter. I don't think, I mean, that's an area you already have. Not that you won't continue to work on it, but I would think shooting from distance is not going to be an issue for you at all. What is there any, is there a, an area or two you've really been putting in the time? Uh, yeah, I, I would say just um, it's it's really more about like um, going to another level as far as like athleticism, of course, and like you know like like you said, I'm I'm always trying to become more athletic, and um, now I'm going to be playing against grown men, and it's not like um, you know cakewalk. It's not like everybody's a professional, so like that's like a whole nother level of you know mindset, whole another level of physicality and just explosiveness. So like. That's that's really what um, you know. I tend to focus on the most, and then at the same time, just as a guard and, and being a guard in the NBA, you have to be just mentally and like highly skilled. So like just working on my skill set as far as passing and dribbling and ball handling and you know knowing how to work the ball screen, like just those those things are just something that like I, I have to continuously work hard on because now like guys are like guys like Steph Curry is my competition. It's not like some some idol that I you know uh, I watch every night. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's yeah. definitely a different level. Is there any NBA players that you are getting to work with in Chicago, or are you mainly with like kind of a strength and conditioning type person here? Um, I get to work out with um, other other guys testing uh, or not testing are going through the same process. With so it's it's nice to have a group of guys that um, are going through the same process, and um, th- there'll be some NBA guys come in and out of the workouts and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, mainly just the guys going through the same process as me, going through the draft process. Okay, and are you missing Matthew Meyer, or have you enjoyed finally (laughs) getting a little time away from him? No, I definitely miss Matt, man. He's he's always, you know, we've been together for like three years, and then now we're just separated. Um, you know, I miss my my roommates Mark Patterson and Jackson Moffat too. Like, it was um it was nice um, being with them all the time. But um, yeah, I definitely miss Matt. <laughs> Do you uh, can you shed any light? Do you think Matt's leaning toward coming back to uh, Baylor or or uh, is um, that no? You're not gonna get me in trouble. I don't know. You gotta <laughs> you gotta ask him. I don't know. I thought you might be willing to break some news now. Yeah, you're out. You don't have to report to anybody at Baylor. You can say anything you want. So you're right. I thought you're I might right, catch you in a weak no. moment. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, now you, what you need to do for inspiration, um, I you need to go see the Jordan, the Michael Jordan statue, and like rub it or something like that. Have you have you uh, working out in Chicago? Have you been over there to see the statue? No, I haven't seen the Michael Jordan statue. That's like a I should have I should have been thought of I should have thought of that before, but the only thing I've seen I think probably like um big time statue wise is I saw the bean and um just getting able to see the architecture of Chicago has been really cool. it's been really nice. Okay. I I'll tell you now, the Mosleys, we're in Chicago right now. So now that I know you're here, you're you're off the hook though. We're flying out tonight. But uh we would have loved to have taken you out to dinner. But uh Jared, uh continued success. I'm very uh excited for you and um uh who knows? I mean I you know, you're being projected in the first round. Uh you you know, 
you and Davion Bowe. So uh, I think that I don't think it's ever happened before. Two Baylor players in the first round. I guess that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be really cool. I guess we're just a, a first of everything. Like we we do a lot of firsts. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it, it's very um, fitting. You know what I mean? So it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, you haven't like changed your look, have you? Since I've last seen you, the Mullet Brothers—they continue <laughs> to grow out their hair. Have you done anything different with your look? Or no. Are you still the Jared Butler we remember? No, I'm still the Jared Butler you remember. <laughs> Just a little older, okay. a little bit. That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, great catching up with you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate it. See you. Thank you. There he goes, uh, Jared Butler, the uh, the Baylor Bear. Star player, and uh, probably, I talked about this with Scott recently, um, perhaps the most important recruit in Baylor history, at least in the Scott Drew era. I don't want to get in a Teagle, Vinnie Johnson type debate, but uh, in the uh, in the Drew era, um, there have been some great players, obviously, in FA and going back to Lace and all those guys, and, and again, those guys were very important, but uh, Jared started kind of a domino effect and it led to Davion and Flagler and, and a bunch of these guys and um, it, it they have it's turned into uh, uh, well it's just one of the greatest times ever for a Baylor fan because we get to uh, until next April we just get to sit around and uh, or next late March early April and uh, be the defending national champions and that's a pretty cool thing to be all right it is Matt Mosley the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. E.P. Garth, we've become uh, pretty tight, uh, and uh, E.P. Uh, is going to continue. Boy, he'll be up here at station next week as well. But uh, we have uh, we have some things to do. I want to catch you up on uh, a little news. we got a little film news for you. And then I want to give my latest on everything going on with the Mavericks uh, because we have breaking news today that we need to discuss. All that's next. Recently on Game Time. We're joined now by the national champion head coach, Mitch Thompson. Having played in the championship game in 15, we were on the doorstep. In 17, we had a great club, and we've been pretty consistent. I think we've been able to put together a really good program with really good coaches and players every year. And You know, I'm sitting here staring at the trophy in my office right now, and it's, it's making me smile, but it makes me want to go back and get another one. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. Yes, sir. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift uh, yes, Southwest, I sure will. Yeah. a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, okay. electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. 
so it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. You want to so do it after this spot and then come back to the rest of the spots? For composition and metal roofs, think McAdams okay, & Sons I'll Roofing stop it first. After this and now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any you know fly-by-night company this look spot? at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Go. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and um, located 201 West Loop 340 just down from Highway 84. Love talking about them. Because I drive one of those Jeep Grand Cherokees. They got beautiful ones out there. In fact, that's why I want to bring up Jeep Freedom Days are going on right now. See the most decorated SUVs available. Jeep is built up as nails and able to stand up to any challenging off-road trails or city roads. Featuring the new 2021 Jeep Renegade Latitude with values of $3,750 or 1.9% for 72 months. Plus $500 bonus cash or the new 2021 Jeep Gladiator Overland with values of $1,500 or 3.9% for 72 months with innovative technology to meet your lifestyle. Beautiful area for service. I like going out there and looking around. It's like 50,000 square feet. I think it's 55,000, Ted Teague told me. And any maker model, they do a great job. They're efficient. They're, they're quick but they're thorough, and they do a great job, and so you would love it out there. It is Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Summer is here, and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. This is your Central Texas Sports Update. The Boston Celtics are sending Kimball Walker 16th pick in the recent NBA draft to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Al Holford and Moses Brown plus a second round pick next year. 
The Eastern Conference Series is tied now 3-3 between Milwaukee and the Nets after the Bucks' victory 104-89 last night. Dallas Mavericks legend Dirk Nowitzki will advise the Mavericks on hiring a new head coach and GM. Nowitzki will also consult the Mavericks' front office on other decisions. The Texas Rangers begin a series at Globe Live tonight. First pitch, 7.05 here on ESPN Fox Central Texas, 16.60 a.m. In round two of the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, Richard Bland leads the field at five under. It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, Stephen Simcox. E.P. Garth in for Stephen, who is, uh, boy, had a, had, we brought a, he brought a new child, actually his wife did, into the world, young Sawyer Simcox. Sawyer Michael Simcox, named after Mike Simcox, great guy, and a great guy in the community out there in McGregor. You know him, and you've loved him for years. All right, um, I did want to mention, E.P., you brought up something that piqued my interest. So while I'm talking about uh, my buddy Craig Cherry and our official attorney for the Matt Mosley Show, pull up the leaderboard, if you don't mind, EP, for me on the U.S. Open. It's a leaderboard that uh, uh, I have been studying. I've been, I was watching a little earlier, and there was a man who went to two under, and for whatever reason, this guy always shows up in majors lately. His name's Kevin Strillman. He's about 42, 43 and the guy just flat out shows up in these big-time tournaments. So I love the U.S. Open. We're going to talk about it for a second here in a minute. Craig Cherry uh, continues to be unbelievable uh, for his clients. He and I went to law school together back in the day. E.P., you think you've got some stories? I know you went to Baylor later in life. I went to law school almost right after Baylor, and I jumped right into the middle of it, and uh, it was not totally for me. But I had some buddies that um, became great litigators. Kirk Pittert up in Dallas is a buddy of mine. Chase Palmer out in East Texas, great litigators. And one of those guys was named Craig Cherry. And uh, he came out of there, and the significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, it is really something to behold. Tireless dedication and the ability to anticipate his opponent's next move. All those Baylor professors over there, uh, Professor Featherston, Professor Sayre, uh, Professor Trill. I actually made a B in Professor Trill's contract class. It was one of my few good ones. Torts. Who was that? Doc, uh, Mr. That was Professor Morrison, I believe. He was the mayor of Waco at one point. Anyway, uh, you should call Craig Cherry. He has emerged as one of the great attorneys to come out of uh, Central Texas in the past 20 years. Uh, here's the way you get a hold of him. 254 651-3690. We're happy to have him. And you can always find out more information on their website, swclaw.com. Again, that's swclaw.com. All right, uh, EP, um, I've been studying this thing a little bit. I I hope you know a little bit. I, I mean, sometimes U.S. Open, for the most part, it is so unbelievably difficult that I'm going to find my app here and pull this up. It is so incredibly difficult that you don't often find names that, like, surprise you. I mean, now, at the British Open, 
Um, there, there, there are times where older players do well there because it's not as long. Occasionally at the PGA Championship, a name will jump up there that you're not familiar with. This course separates the men from the boys. Um, and it is a, uh, it's a tough, they, they've taken Torrey Pines out there in San Diego and they've grown three different kinds of grass in the rough. They've got the Kakuya, they got the Bermuda, they got a little Dallas grass perhaps in there. Boy, EP, I hope you've never had Dallas grass. That stuff's rough. But anyway, um, leading this tournament right now, I've just pulled up my leaderboard and, and, I, and EP, I want you to jump in on this as well. We were having some good golf discussion the other day. But who's finished for the day and was four under is a is a man <clears throat> named Richard Bland. Richard Bland. Who in the world is Richard Bland? And I mean, I've I've been trying to kind of look this up and see if I can get any background on the man. All I can tell you is he is a, he's a European player, and he had he had three birdies and one bogey on the front today. Four birdies and two bogeys on the back. Man goes out, shoots four, shoots a 67 at Torrey Pines, and he has himself the lead in the U.S. Open. I mean, I, I what is that flag right there, uh, EP? Richard Bland, where is he from? Uh, that's Switzerland. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. That's what it looks like to me, too. Yeah. Richard Bland is from Switzerland. I'm just going to go ahead and guess that nobody from Switzerland has ever won the U.S. Open. <laughs> I think that's one of the safest guesses I've ever I've ever made. Um, let me even think if I can. Is there anybody I know? Where was Jesper Pornovic from? He would have been from like Denmark or somewhere like that. Boy, this is fascinating to me. Richard Bland from Switzerland. Uh, EP, let's do. We'll do our homework and we'll figure out. Now you know EP. By the time we come back on Monday. Richard Bland's name will be gone. I mean, I don't. I mean, this does not sound like a man who's supposed to win the U.S. Open. I'm looking at him right now, and um, well, let me look at a bio. Let me look at a little bio. He's 48 for years oh, no. old. He's an Englishman. Yeah. And um, so yeah, so that's well, the Eng- I- that's the English flag. <laughs> yeah. Our apologies a- <laughs> to all the English. That was the English flag next to his name, not Swiss. The Red Cross flag. But yes, I was over eleven years ago. I was over in England, and uh, that flag is uh, flown everywhere because the English are very proud of that English flag. It's not the Union Jack; that's Great Britain, but England has its own flag as well. Okay, I was thinking. I was looking for the British flag, like you're talking about Mm -hmm. the Union Jack. That looks. What is the What's look at look at Switzerland's flag real quick. What's the difference in Switzerland's flag? And this England flag, a Switzerland's <laughs> flag. I I forgive you for that because I uh, I totally thought kind of the same thing. All right, the one thing he and I do have in common, we are the same age. And listen to this. Um, listen to this one. In his 478th start on the European Tour, Richard Bland finally broke into the winner's circle, capturing the Betfred British Masters which is part of a three-event European Tour series to determine the top 10 points leader. So after all those years on the Tour, at age 48, he just won his first event, and the dude is now winning the uh, the U.S. Open. I mean, it's kind of like I, he finally, after all these years, broke through, and he's like, you know what? I think I'll stay up here a little bit. I think I'll go up here and, and uh, play. So in the past, he, play, he did play, uh, you'll love this, uh, E.P., 
He played in 2009 in the one at Beth State, State Park. This is not his first U.S. Open. He played at Beth Page. His scores were 77 the first day, 70 the second day. So he finished seven over and missed the cut. And that dude is winning. Right now he has the lead in the U.S. Open. EP, that is something, man. That's really something to behold. All right, here's the difference between the English flag and the Swiss flag. Or the Swiss flag is all red with the white plus sign out in the middle. Like a cross. Right, a cross, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the English flag is all white with the cross in red. So that's, it's just like uh, a negative image. Of it, of, yeah, of each other, but still. So you, yeah. you and I are supposed to be the guy here that like write a lot and read a lot of books, and we neither one of us could recognize the English flag. I'm a little embarrassed. Okay, um, just to let you know, uh, Louis Louis, uh, Louis Usazen, who that's a South African flag. I can tell that one. Uh, tied for second with Russell Henley, an American. Also, Bubba Watson is only two strokes off the lead. He's an American. And then John Rahm, that's a Spanish flag right there. I can tell that one. There are two Spaniards tied for fourth right now. John Rahm and Rafa Cabrera Bello. And then, um, it's not Bello, you said Bello. And then Brooks Kepka is also in there. So Kepka uh, today is just only through two holes and is one under. Kepka tied for fourth right now at the U.S. Open. Man, this is going to be a lot of fun. In fact, because this is out on the West Coast, you guys uh, in Central Texas, I'm in Chicago right now, by the way, will be able to watch this kind of end of the evening. So like 6, 7 o'clock tonight, you'll still be watching golf. That's the way to do it. Turn on the Golf Channel or NBC, whatever it's on, and watch the U.S. Open. An Italian is tied for eighth, Francesco Malinari, and then also... A uh, uh, another Italian tied for tenth. That's uh, Guido Migliozzi, G U I D O Guido or Guido. How how would you say it, EP? I Guido? think I think yeah. What'd you say, Guido? Guido. Yes, I think it would yeah, be Guido, Guido. Migliozzi. All right, an Italian. We've got uh, all right. That's your U.S. Open update. Yeah, that should be sponsored, EP. Should we do have a sponsor for that update? Since we just butchered that thing. I'm excited though. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is also uh, from the Dallas Fort Worth area. He's tied for tenth. He's uh, he finished today. He he shot uh, two under sixty nine, and he's one under for the tournament, and that is good enough to be tied for tenth. Uh, some very very big names along this thing. Rory McIlroy, by the way, finished two over today. He's one over for the tournament, if you're wondering about some of these big names. As I look down here, Dustin Johnson, two over today, fell all the way down to uh, two over for the tournament. All right, um, EP, man, it was fun this week. We've had a lot of great guests. Um, Dirk Nowitzki, golly, he's in charge. Right now, he's special advisor. What is he? He's PR. He's PR. The Mavericks look like they're falling apart right now, and you got to bring in the person who has the most credibility in the organization to kind of try to stabilize this thing. That is why Dirk Nowitzki is there. EP, if you and Tom need me, I'm around. I fly back tonight to Central Texas. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, EP, for all your hard work this week. Really appreciate you. Well, you're very welcome. All right. Up next, it is a show we call Game Time with Tom Barfield. This is Matt Mosley. We'll see you at, uh, Monday, 3 o'clock. Good night.
That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. I love baseball. The Rangers open a three-game series with the Minnesota Twins tonight at Globe Life Field. Here's a smash inside first and past Guriel. A base hit for Calhoun. It kicks off of the short wall. You see my baseball? Hi, everybody. This is Matt Hicks inviting you to join Jared Sandler, Zach Walchuk, and me. White drives one to right field. McCormick back at the track. Looking up. Out of here again. Our Geico broadcast time tonight is 6.30 on the Rangers radio network. My house has a new glow. Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, KTON Temple, K230CH Temple, and KBHTHD3 Belmy, K283CD Waco. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield. 
Hey, good afternoon and welcome. It is a Friday edition of Game Time here on uh, on this Friday afternoon from ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Glad to have you with us. Whether you're listening to us from Austin or Hillsboro or any point in between, we do appreciate you being a part of the program here this afternoon. Got a lot to do here on a Friday afternoon. We are, uh, we're going to visit with Tommy Allison. Tommy, the former head coach of the Robinson Rockets, uh, went to, went to East Texas for a couple of years. Now coming back in a very different role, he's going to be the offensive coordinator at Midway High School under uh, Shane Anderson. And we'll talk to Tommy about those decisions, and we'll get into that at the uh, at the bottom of the hour around four thirty, and and uh, then at uh, around five o'clock today, Roger Wallace, the uh, uh, sports anchor for KXAN. In uh, in Austin, Texas, is going to join us. You know, EP, we were talking about uh, all the coaching moves that are going that's going on late, and we're talking here in June. Well, there's several high profile jobs that are available in the greater Austin area, and we're going to talk to uh, Roger about that. We'll also get into the uh, the College World Series. Uh, he'll be headed to Omaha here uh, tomorrow, I think, or, or Sunday, but he'll be there in time for the first pitch for the uh, Longhorns on Sunday evening. Well, I don't really uh, pay attention year in and year out to job changes. I know there are a lot of job changes across the state in Texas high school football, but I did get on the Texas uh, the, uh, the Texas high school uh, football um, website uh, not too long ago, and uh, I, I was just blown away with uh, about the number. Uh, it seemed like there was – the ones that they had at that time uh, it must have been 150 to 175 job changers and head coaches across the and state. It just, and it's a secular effect. I mean, if you one guy leaves here to take this job, then that job opens up. I mean, you know, just look here in, in what happened this week or last week, rather, with uh, Shane Anderson leaving and, and, and leaving Conley to go to Midway. Now that opens up the Conley job. What do they do there? Well, they've named uh, – Coach Garrick as a interim head coach, and uh, is that is that the route they go, or do they open it up and start searching for their their guy? And if they do and find their guy, then wherever he comes from is going to open up a position. We were talking about that, uh, you know, Tommy Allison, where where he's coming from over in East Texas. So now there's a a four A job over there that's that's open. So it, it's there's a lot of moving parts and again i just find it really really late in the process normally this is january december january february where you see these moves but now we're seeing them in you know, look it's going to be july when some of these guys get there uh, these are some of the uh, jobs that uh, the some of the changes that i i jotted down in my notes uh coy detmer uh nfl uh you know uh, coy to everybody the, the detmer family he and his brother one time we're on the Philadelphia Eagles roster at the same time. Uh, he leaves Mission, where his dad coached uh, for years and years and years, and his dad passed away, and so now he's leaving, actually, Somerset. His dad coached in Somerset, and Detmer is leaving Mission to go to Somerset to take the job that his dad had forever, 28 years or something like that. Lance Gamble who played at Texas A&M linebacker, and his dad was Lucky Gamble. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is now the new head coach at Alto, where uh, where his dad Lucky coached at one time. And then, of course, you know, former Midway coach uh, Terry Gamble retired. So those are just some of the things that I, jot- I jotted down while I was going through all those job changes. Well, there's there's probably five jobs uh, 
in the greater Austin area right now that are open. Uh, a couple in the Leander ISD. Uh, you, I think Vista Ridge is open. That's a terrific job. There's a lot of quality head coaching positions that are open. And, and, and you know, I'm just, again, I'm just, not that it's that big a deal, but the I'm, my curiosity is up as why is why is the movement so late? Uh, and we'll we'll talk to to Roger about that and what direction some of those schools in the greater Austin area go. And at some point, you're going to have to start promoting from within. At some point, it's just too late to conduct a proper search and go out and find th- that guy to be your head football coach. I mean, again. Practice begins in August, and uh, you know by the time you 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 conduct your search, it's it's you're, we're moving into July. And it, it's just not it's just not feasible. So uh, uh, at some point, you're going to have to just start promoting from within. Yeah, I noticed that the opening at uh, Cleveland was still open. In Cleveland, of course, uh, they have uh, I think they've won two games out of the last fifty or something like that, and um, I would think that they would have a difficult time with other schools looking for head coaches and finding a head coach and maybe not right up until the season starts. So you just never know. I'm just curious as the, uh, the, uh, the money that's going to be, uh, you know, doled out to some of these guys. I think that may have something to do with whether or not they stay or whether or not they go. So uh, we'll get into that a little bit uh, later on here this afternoon as we talk with uh, Roger Wallace. We're going to keep you posted on what is going on in the, uh, in the golf tournament. We're going to have a little fun, too. Uh, Phil Mickelson. We'll talk about Phil coming up. And, again, uh, just a cool story when he went out and, and won the golf tournament uh, a, a few weeks ago and, and, you know, winning a major at, what, 51 years of age. Well, he, he's he, I, he's not going to win this golf tournament, I don't think. He Last time – well, when I checked yesterday, he was plus four. But one of the things that was happening was people were taking pictures with their cell phones. So you could hear – you know, the, the, the cell phones and, and those type of things. In fact, they said at one time he backed off of a shot three different times because of the noise. And I got to thinking, and I, and I get it. Trust me, I know golf is a different type of game. But, you know, I was thinking, you got in basketball, you got in football, you got in baseball, you got fans that are screaming, and, and, and the noise level is unbelievable at times, and you still got to be able to lock in and focus and, and, and compete. And you got kickers that are, you know, people are waving their arms at kickers and, you know, trying to. And then this guy's complaining about a camera. He's complaining about a cell phone, rather. And I get it. It is a different game. It is a much different game. But want to just, you know, we'll we'll have a little fun. Get your thoughts on that a little later on in the program. Uh, seven minutes after four, four oh seven. You got big plans this weekend. You just doing you doing anything big? I'm going to Tyler as uh, soon as I leave here today to visit uh, with our old friends, the Millers, who uh, lived here. Nick coached at university um, mm-hmm. and at Robinson for many many years. He's retired now, and so is his wife, and they uh, moved out there to be grandparents. Uh, and closer to their daughter and her children. And uh, so we're looking forward to seeing them. That'll be fun. How about you? Uh, no, I'm going to work a little bit tomorrow. And uh, and no, just kind of hang out. I'm, you know, I- I'm going to go home tonight and I'm going to debate whether or not I need to mow the yard on Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> I'm going to look at it and, you know, and I'm going to try to talk myself out of it, if you know what I mean. Okay, I can give you a, a <laughs> phone number to Guadalupe, my yard guy. You know, <laughs> you know I, don't, I don't mind doing it sometimes, but then there's times where you're like, you know, I just don't want to do this. But 
it's one of them deals where everybody in the neighborhood has a you know really nice yard. So you're like, well, I better do it because I don't want to be that guy. Right. I'm not going to be that guy, you know. So I've been that guy before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah. So Phil Mickelson is plus four right now. Uh, we we got a we're, we're taking a little live look in on the golf tournament. Now he just birdied. He's plus three. So I you know I may have spoke too soon, but uh, and he is off and running at plus three. Uh, so. But anyway, he did. Uh, he, you know, he said he backed off about three times and hit a really bad shot. So we'll we'll get into that. It's you know, the etiquette of golf is so much different than any other sport. I mean, you know, tennis is the same way, isn't it? I mean, you're you're supposed to be quiet while the competitors are are participating and mm. in, in competing. But then in football, basketball, baseball, and soccer, and some of the others, I mean, it's it's just go nuts. Yeah, <laughs> have a good time. It's 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 a roaring little crowd. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. All right, uh, nine minutes after four four oh nine. This is game time here on uh, on uh, ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. And at some point today, at some point today, we are going to give away some tickets to see the Texas Rangers. I am the Minnesota Twins on Sunday afternoon. We got some tickets for Sunday afternoon, and uh, we will uh, give you a chance to win some tickets here uh, before we get to uh, before we get out of here at six o'clock. We've we've got a family pack that we'll uh, that we'll give away. All right, uh, ten minutes after four. It's four ten. This is game time. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another quiet night here in Central Texas with mostly clear skies and a low of 71. Winds will be a bit breezy tonight and tomorrow out of the south-southwest around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunshine returns for your Saturday and a high of 95. And Sunday will just be a degree or two warmer with a high of 96 and plenty of sunshine. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 36, and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Morris Show. Frank was just such a gentleman, such a great representative of Baylor University. And it wasn't just Baylor. I mean, he was doing the Baylor games, but he was so well-respected that he was doing Southwest Conference basketball TV games every week. And the other coaches in the Southwest Conference were okay with that just because Frank was so so fair and did such a great job for their schools and for the league. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. When you're dealing with life's ups and downs, it helps to know the ins and outs of insurance. Farmers Insurance has been sharing practical insurance knowledge for more than 90 years. At David Greenup Insurance Agency, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. Contact David Greenup Farmers Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889 to find out how he can help you protect the things that matter most to you. That's Greenup Insurance Agency at 254-855-8889. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com. It's an exciting time at Allen Samuels to enjoy the Chrysler Pacifica Minivan Month for the 2021 Chrysler 300 with values up to 5250 or 0% for 84 months. 
Check out the 2021 Dodge Charger GT with values up to $42.50 or 0% for 72 months. Alan Samuels, the award-winning customer service Central Texas dealer. Located at 201 West Loop 340, online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Come by. Let's be friends. Don't miss country legend Doug Stone. Friday night, June 25th at the Waco Hippodrome Theater in Waco. Tickets start at just $20 and can be purchased at WacoHippodromeTheater.com. Proudly presented by Shooter FM, Kicker Country, and JMT Music Entertainment. I need a jukebox with a country song. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fout, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers, came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship. So those were some tough guys, 58 and seven records, nothing to scoff at. And they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team. Listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from two to 3 PM here on the home of the bears, ESPN central Texas. All right, 413, 13 minutes after 4. This is game time here on a Friday afternoon from ESPN and Fox Sports Central Texas. Tom Barfield, glad to have you with us. EP, are you keeping up with the the, uh, the little squabble <laughs> between uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka? Yeah, I just uh, hear they just don't like each other. <laughs> I think that's what Kepka said the other day. He goes, it's not that big a deal other than we just don't like each other. Yeah. But uh, apparently uh, it, it, it kind of escalated the other day as Bryson DeChambeau walked by and Brooks Kepka was doing a TV interview and DeChambeau passed by in the background and DeChambeau uh, can be seen on 